0: You are listening to Positively Prepped, a podcast for teachers. I'm your host, Rebecca Rodriguez. I'm a veteran teacher and I never bring work home. I'm here to talk about how you can systematically, effectively, and positively prep your classroom so you too can feel balanced, happy, and in control of your life at school. And at home. Several months ago, I was having a really rough day. I don't really remember what it was that upset me. It was either a parent email or a bratty student. I'm not really sure. What I am sure about is that I was able to go across the hall to my friend Allison and talk to her about it. The next day, she even brought me some sloth socks. I love sloths and llamas and sugar skulls. But anyway, she was the best. This is the same girl who will call my phone if she can tell I got cornered in my classroom by a weird student or something after school. She is a great friend. Teacher friends are so valuable. We need teacher friends, like we need air to breathe. In fact, there are three types of teacher friends that I think we need the most. In today's episode, I will talk about these three types of teacher friends and how these relationships are mutually beneficial. Aristotle said that humans have three basic types of friends. The first type is a friend of utility. These friends are useful and convenient. Often they are people's work friends, um, people that they would hang out with just to do um, an activity that they have to do. Um, The second type of friends is a friend for pleasure. He said these are friends whose company you actually enjoy, that you actively seek to be around that person because you are interested in the things they're interested in. These would be your activity buddies, things that you go do specific activities with. And the final type of friend that Aristotle talks about is the friends of the good. These are friendships that are based on mutual admiration and respect. Both parties benefit from this friendship. It's A kind of friendship that takes a long time to build based off of um, that admiration and the respect that you have for each other you really take a lot of time to make sure it's a great relationship in the end this is the kind of friendship that is usually more powerful and enduring because it took longer to create and build that relationship all three types of friends according to Aristotle are valuable and add value and contentment to our lives but a true and lasting friendship is built on a friend of the good and we should put our focus in our friendships there. According to liveabout.com, friends help us deal with stress, make better lifestyle choices that keep us strong, and allow us to rebound from health issues and disease more quickly. Friendship is equally important to our mental health. One study even suggested spending time with positive friends actually changes our outlook for the better. We are built for relationships. As human beings, we seek after relationships, and as teachers, we should embrace these relationships outside of our students. We need friendships. When I was kind of creating this episode and thinking about why it was so important to have teacher friends, I was thinking about my typical day. Typically, I wake up about five o'clock. I get ready, I do some things around the house to get things set for the day, and then I rush to school. I make copies at school, I write my lesson plans, I attend meetings, I do my assigned duties, I answer parent and student emails, I run clubs, I write tests, assignments, games, quizzes, I clean my classroom, I cut out stuff, I laminate, I create, I grade, I teach my students, monitor their behavior, provide feedback, and I entertain them. And in doing that, I'm building real, lasting relationships with my students. During my whole day, sometimes I feel like I might spend 20 minutes actually talking to another adult. This is a job that's best not to be done alone. It is okay to ask for help when needed. We don't need to be martyrs and try to do everything. I like to help my friends, and I know that they want to help me too. So it's important to let people be there for you. Before we go into the three types of friends that we should all focus on having, let's take a small break. Today, for our unpaid sponsorship, I would like to say thank you to Clorox Wipes. Knowing all the germs and sickness and not knowing exactly what else is on the stuff in my room is kind of daunting. So, I regularly have my students clean. The first class cleans the desktops. The second class cleans the chairs. The third class will clean all the handles and switches. The fourth class cleans all the staplers, passes, anything else we touch. And then the last class re-cleans the desks. I do switch out what each class does, but you kind of get the idea. I've even heard of teachers who like will put um, shaving cream all over all the desks and that just freaks me out. That is a lot of work. So I'd like to thank Clorox Wipes for making it possible to just throw a little rag at each of my students and tell them to clean. And it makes my room clean, germ-free, and it smells good. So thanks Clorox wipe, for my sanity, health, and a clean-er classroom. Okay, now back to our regularly scheduled program. In episode two, Combating Imposter Syndrome, I talked about a voice inside your head that may be trying to convince you that you're not good enough or that you're a fraud or you're somehow incapable. If you have feelings of doubt, feelings that you have somehow lucked into your successes that you didn't deserve the win, go back and listen to that episode on how to identify that imposter voice and how to get rid of it. In that episode, episode two, we discussed that one way to combat imposter syndrome is to find a confidant to talk about those feelings and to work with that person or confidant to either refute the idea that you're not up to par or to work on those areas that you are feeling a lack in. That's actually where I started to form the idea to do this next episode on Friends in Teaching. We've already discussed how much we do as teachers and our need and desire for friends in this huge endeavor year after year. Ralph Waldo Emerson describes friendship this way, the glory of friendship is not the outstretched hand nor the kindly smile nor the joy of companionship. It is the spiritual inspiration that comes to one when he discovers that someone else believes in him and is willing to trust him. That being said, Let's look at the three types of friends that we need to find during our career as a teacher. Number one is the mentor. Google says that a mentor is an experienced and trusted friend. John Crosby says that mentoring is a brain to pick, an ear to listen, and a push in the right direction. So it's really important first to understand why do we need a mentor. A mentor is there to coach you. They help you to work smarter. They work through problems with you to help you make conscious choices. And they can use their experience to help you avoid making their same mistakes or to avoid making mistakes that they can see past. A mentor also is there to motivate you. They help you to fine-tune and elevate your vision. Sometimes motivation can sound like a cheering section. They're super excited with you. They're ready for you to make all the success in the world. And sometimes it sounds like someone yelling behind you to keep going, even though you don't want to. Don't get confused when your mentor wants to motivate you to do things that make you uncomfortable. Some of the greatest things we will ever do are outside of our comfort zones. They're there to motivate us to do those things. A mentor is also there to challenge us. Along with motivation, a mentor will push you to go farther. They are there to pat you on the back in your successes, and they are there to guide you to extract extract the lessons from your failures. Sometimes it's challenging to hear how we're not doing so great, but a mentor is going to be someone who's going to help you to see that those are those lessons that you can learn to be the best that you can be. A mentor is there to protect you. They're there to protect and nurture you from premature exposure to negative experiences or bad choices due to ignorance. Because they've been around longer or because they've had more experience in that area, they can help instruct you on teaching landmines, things not to say to parents on an email. They can help prevent missteps and things that don't work in teaching. And a mentor is also there to advise you. They can use their experience to give you advice on tough situations, lesson ideas, how to work with parents, admin, other students. They're there to guide you with their personal perspectives and their ideas. It's important that we find and keep a mentor. The first thing to do when you're looking for a mentor is purge the misconceptions about mentoring. One misconception about mentoring is that mentoring is all about me. It should be a relationship that's built on trust and vulnerability. So that means that it's a two-way street and not just about what you need. Mentorship is also um, more than just a, an encounter. This is a relationship, so you can't just wait for a mentor to find you. Being mentored is also not passive. It is active Both of you should be working towards the same goals and talking about it actively. And the last misconception is that you have to ask someone to be your mentor. A mentor can be a natural relationship that evolves over time. The second thing to do to find and keep a mentor is to keep looking and get looking. Find someone that you actually want to be like. Get to know that person. After you know them and you know that you still want to be like them, Then you start to build a true trusting relationship, a friend of the good, where you let them know that they are valued and that you know you can ask them for help. Be sure that the relationship is safe and open to vulnerability, that they actually do have your best interests at heart. And don't check out when you feel challenged. That's their job. They are there to push you to help you to be your best, so respond to their feedback positively, make changes, and commit to the process. When I was in high school, my Spanish teacher believed in me and helped me to find my path to teaching. He made an impact on my life, I really liked him as a teacher, and then I left school and I heard that he retired. After my first two schools where I didn't have a mentor and I was trying to find a place where I fit in and I could really learn to teach and and enjoy my job, I interviewed at a high school. And at the end of the interview, they asked me if I had any questions about the school for them. And I asked them about their team, if they had a good team, a strong team, a supportive team. And the principal started kind of saying, well, we've got so-and-so and and we have so-and-so and and they're pretty good. And. And he said, and, and we have Mr. Starkey, and he's a good guy. And I said, wait, wait, did you say Mr. Starkey? And I went total nerd. And I'm it's just not a very common Spanish teacher name. So I knew he was talking about my high school teacher who had literally helped me to choose to be a teacher. And I was so excited. And he, the principal was like, yeah, that's him. And And so he actually took me up to visit him, and I got the job. And I got to work next to my high school teacher for four or five years. I got to start calling him by his first name instead of his last name. And he became one of the best mentors I've ever had. I could go to him with any of the questions that I had, and he would always help me find my way. For me, this relationship was already underway. He was already someone I looked to as a, as a teacher and someone who could talk to me and help me. So that was something easy for me to ask of him was to continue that relationship. Finding a mentor may not be that clear cut for you, but it doesn't have to be like a true guru. You just need to find someone you admire and want to emulate and then work on building a true relationship with that person. The second type of friend that we need is the teacher friend. The teacher friend is someone that is there for you to vent, to laugh with, and to hang out with. Your teacher friends are there um, to help you with your tasks, to help you make copies if you are running behind. They're there when you are not and you're asking them to help your sub figure out what to do. They're also there to celebrate and mourn with you. My favorite part about a teacher friend is all the shenanigans and the fun. They bring you treats, surprises, and smiles when you need them. I am very lucky to have a great group of teacher friends within my own department. We coordinate for spirit days and Halloween. We um, have a fiesta Friday every Friday, and we eat lunch together every day. My group also takes students on trips together, so we've traveled out of the country as a group. I'm also really happy that we have a principal who values our staff and connections and relationships. And so he actually gives us every semester, um, he calls it mandatory fun. And the last time we actually got to go for our mandatory fun to main event, which is a place to go bowling and they have like video games, all sorts of stuff. And they fed us there. And every time we go bowling as a group, we, we we do speed bowling and we're like so fun about it we have so much fun we we yell and we're cheering and we we just are yelling for people to go as fast as they can and just bowl at top speed and i remember the last time that we went i was we were talking afterwards and someone said did you hear what they were saying how they would love to be a part of our department because we sound like so much fun and I just thought, you know, I am really glad that I have such great teacher friends. This group of crazies has become my best friends. They are those people that I gravitate to, they support me, and they are my personal crazy. So start building a fun, true relationship with these teachers, those teachers you gravitate towards, the ones that you, are, that you have fun with when you're around them. Be there for them, and they'll be there for you. The third type of teacher friend that is necessary in our career is the mentee. This one is a little bit different. I think sometimes we think about mutually beneficial is that both of you are getting something out of it. But a mentor is giving more than they're receiving. And and in that, we need to make sure we pay that forward. So Google says that a mentee is a person who is advised, trained, or counseled by a mentor. Romaine Rollins said, if a man is to shed the light of the sun upon other men, he must first of all have it within himself. As I was kind of thinking about this third type of friend, I thought it was really important to explain why we need a mentee. In our career, it's important that we learn how to be a leader. Having a mentee will help you have the chance to take the lead because of your experience and your expertise. This helps to shape the leaders of tomorrow, the teachers that are coming in, and it helps affect change in a positive way. It helps you get a voice within your school, and it helps you to kind of learn and and grow in a leadership role. We need a mentee because it helps us with our own self-improvement. It helps us to gain new perspectives and fresh ideas. As you share your ideas and experience, you'll get the chance to hear your mentee's ideas and experiences as well. This helps us to kind of see what's coming up, what's new, what's what's someone else's perspective on that same issue. It also helps us to exercise emotional intelligence, which helps us to be better. Another reason we need a mentee is to keep fresh. It helps us to keep our finger on the pulse of the younger generation. Usually, you're the older teacher or the more experienced teacher because that's what they're looking for in you is your expertise. So as you share your experience and ideas, they're going to share theirs, and they're usually new teachers, and so their new ideas are coming straight from school and what's being taught, and it's helping you to see what's new and upcoming in education. If they aren't a brand-new teacher and they just need some help, it also helps you have a, cre- a new, fresh idea on a new perspective even though they're not new to education. You get to serve as a mentor as well. Mahatma Gandhi says, the best way to find yourself is to lose yourself in the service of others. It's important to serve in our career and to serve other teachers because we need so much help. It's important that we're giving it as well. Also, serving others feels really good. Some important things we need to know when we are the mentor is how to be great at it. Show interest in your mentees' success. Be vested in that success. Make sure that your interests are aligned to your mentees as much as possible. That doesn't mean that you guys have like the same fate, but it does mean that when you are telling them what you think they should do, that you're in alignment with what their actual goals and outcomes are. Focus on helping your mentee to be their very best. Do not compete with your mentee, compliment them. Make sure that the two of you together make a great team. Their success does not threaten yours. The successes and strengths of this person in no way threatens you or your abilities and successes. They only help you guys build. Alone, we can do so little, but together we can do so much, is what Helen Keller has said about this very topic. When I had my second son, I found Megan, a girl who had just graduated and was looking to teach Spanish to take the long-term position for me. We clicked instantly. She was amazing, and she took direction so well. After I came back to work, I actually helped her get a job at my school because she was excellent at teaching. She did a great job, and she did the things that I asked her to do. She didn't need me as a mentor for very long, but to this day, we are still lasting friends because of that initial bond that we had as mentor and mentee. I don't know that everyone would agree that these three types of friends are necessary. However, I feel that these three types of friends would help all teachers to become better in their field, become happier in their career, and help them in so many ways. Also, these friends could unintentionally lead us to a special fourth type of friend. I call the fourth type of friend the teacher bestie. If you're lucky, your teacher friends turn into teacher besties. A teacher bestie is a combo of all three types of friends in one a mentor, a mentee, and a great friend. These people recognize your amazing talents, abilities, and strengths, and they help to help you to see them too. They help you stay sane with students and parents. They maintain boundaries. They inform and inspire you and are informed and inspired by you. They ask for advice and inspiration, and they give advice and inspiration in return. Plus, all the other things we talked about, about the mentor, the teacher friend, and the mentee. I have had the amazing luck to have some awesome teacher besties. They have changed my life, my career, and have been there for me when I needed them most. All these people that I have talked about today have become my teacher besties. I am there for them, they are there for me, and this has made teaching all the better. Teaching can be tough, isolating, and overwhelming. Having a teacher friend, a mentor, and a mentee can help us approach our problems, tasks, and students with a positive outlook, and we may even have a little fun on the way. Be sure to build a strong, real connection that emphasizes trust and care with your teacher friends to fully cultivate your relationships to be beneficial and based on admiration and respect all around. My goal with Positively Prepped is to help teachers feel balanced, happy, and in control. One great way to do that is to find a great support group of teachers and hopefully a bestie to help you on your way and in turn accept your help and expertise. In this way, you will have a team of devoted people to help you on your way. Thanks for listening to Positively Prepped, a podcast for teachers. Please subscribe and share. It's important to continually focus on balance and improve our practices. That is why I have created Positively Prepped, to help teachers to improve themselves, their classrooms, and their lives so that they can create an amazing classroom, leave their work there, and then go home and live a full life guilt-free. Join me next week as we continue our journey to become Positively Prepped. Remember, you can find me on Facebook and Instagram at rebecca.rodriguez. That's Rodriquez with a Q, and not a G. Please feel free to shoot me a message and ask questions. Thanks again for listening and see you here next week.